WF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, the owner, CEO, and uh, president of RAWF Radical American Wrestling Federation in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host is the legendary luchador himself. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, senor. Como esta? Ah, well, let me tell you, it's been a very extremely busy week. I know saying very extremely is a double entendre or whatever the one you want to call it, but it's it's felt very, very, uh, yeah, it's been a 
very stressful week. But you know, it is I mean, what it Friday is. Thirteenth and all that. I mean, I can imagine it was very scary. You know, Jason walking around behind you, you running through the woods, but tripping all the time. You know, it's a bad time of year. Did you? What did you? Were you okay? No. I mean, I didn't, didn't do it. I just assume you know, you with the long blonde hair. That was what would happen to you on Friday the thirteenth. No, no, but no, uh, oh. no, no. I'm just saying no. all of all of your all of your American movies say that that's what happens. <laughs> Friday the thirteenth uh, happens, and then the pretty blonde one gets attacked by some guy in a mask, running through the woods, going ah. And then, you know, they trip, and then they stand up, and then there's the the, the Jason guy. Yeah, no. Did not happen. Is, is, so, wait, is not accurate? No. No, it did not. No. But thank you. America is oh. now much more boring. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, RAWF Unyielding comes to you live from the AT&T Center in San Antonio. We're going to give you the complete lineup here in just a minute, but I'm going to start off with our GM reports. Uh, because a couple of events that affected unyielding ended earlier this week, and so we need to get the updates from those GMs. We will start with the lovely and talented. Gentlemen, she is your RAWF thirty-two to one GM. She is the lovely Raven. Raven, are you, are you there? Well, I'm ready, lady. Hello, you. <laughs> you all right? I'm, I'm okay. I mean, you know, I'll be better when you come and take your perch on my knee like you're supposed to. Oh, I'm supposed to now, am I? I mean, you used to, and then suddenly you were like, no, I don't, his knee's no longer good enough for me. <laughs> I never said you weren't good enough. Now behave yourself. Don't put words in my mouth. If I behaved myself, you wouldn't bother to come sit on my knee. This is true. This is very true. Anyhow. <laughs> All right, Let's Raven. Get to work, shall we? Season yeah. two of the 32 to 1 challenge has yeah. ended, and who came out the winner? It who ended challenge? pretty much dramatically, too. That was not oh. a happy ending, but, you know, it ended. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good for me. <laughs> We heard but, about yeah, that. We, I heard about that. Yeah, but, you know. I know. People throwing their toys out the pram yet again. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> but, yes, um, it's going to be Dez versus Playmore, and that should be a very interesting match. 
Yes, considering those two can't stand each other. Uh, yeah, and that, you know, they've been more fun. And that one is going to be a very contentious match between those two. I know how bad Dees would love to take a title off of Claymore and how bad mm-hmm. Claymore would like to prevent Dees from winning yet another <laughs> RAWF championship. So that could be, that is definitely yeah. one of the matchups we will be watching closely tomorrow at Unyielding. So Supreme Fighter yeah. Championship on the line. Claymore defends against Dees, who now, of course, yeah. is calling himself Mr. RAWF Pay-Per-View. Uh, but that being <laughs> said, Raven, uh, the minute yeah. that was over, you started signups for season three, and I hear, I hear, uh, it's already That's full. Is this correct? Already, yeah, yeah, it's full. Yeah, it don't take long. <laughs> what can it I do? Can I pre-book for next season? Because I never seem to make the cutoff. Like I go to bed, oh. I wake up, it's full. <laughs> sure, so sure. bloody heck. Shall I try and put it out at a certain time for you? <laughs> I put it out at different times every season, so, you know. But if you want a pre-book, I will put your name down. <laughs> I'm a very busy man. But, yes, with all your little tacos. Yeah, I have to put in a lot of work, if you know what I mean. I need my naps. Yes, you do. All right. Um, you might, do, you, do you really want to pre-book that one? Because next season we're going to England. I'll get mm, back to you on no. the Let me think about okay. that. Okay. All right. You let me know. When you know, let me know. All I right. That's where I was going. And, of course, 32 to 1, a staple in RAWF for a long time. Raven, we appreciate uh, you running that event every 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 month. And uh, ah, also yeah. appreciate you helping out on the pay-per-views and superstars as you You're will. Welcome, as honey, you know. Oh, is that well. what you appreciated about her? Oh, behave. <laughs> well, I also pr- appreciate she's also... Did you know she's a registered nurse? Oh, no. Come on. I, uh, did, you, did you know that? Yeah. She's been giving out free inoculations all week. Uh, yes, checking your temperatures. Ay, ay, ay. I mean, I'm sure she could go give you a full physical ex- exam if you wanted to, but... I, you know, I might, I might, I, it's possible I have a hernia. <clears throat> oh, that, 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 that usually requires a certain type of examination there, Raven. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure it. you're fully qualified. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, wow. Raven, stick around. You have a big match we want to talk about tomorrow, taking okay. on your niece and a Taking on your niece, the Angel of Death, in a steel cage match. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, stick around. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. I will do. Next <laughs> up is our RAWF High Voltage Invitational GM. Uh, she is the lovely and talented. <laughs>
She is the first lady of anarchy. She is the cougar. Good evening, cougs. Hola, cougs. Good evening, hello. Hello, vacant. How are you? Como esta? Uh, I'm okay today. It's been only one of those okay? days. Here, come, yeah, come only sit. Okay. Come sit. Tell, tell, tell Uncle Vacant all about it. Come sit. <laughs> no, I'll pass. Oh. You know, I don't sit on anybody else's knee anymore. I have one special knee I sit on now. What if I get written permission? Can I get, like, like I don't know, hall pass? <laughs> if you could get his permission, yes. Working on it. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, Can I even, you just hear put programmer's phone number in here when you have to call him after show. Speaking hey, of yeah. your future, speaking of your future hubby, uh, we found out last week that he will be the one challenging uh, Claymore for the White Lightning Championship. So that was the end of the high voltage season. What are we, what season are we on with high voltage? Two, we, three. This is season twelve. We're getting ready to start oh. season thirteen. Okay, I forgot. You didn't st- you you didn't stop t- keeping track at the beginning of the year. Gotcha. All right. Nope. So, all right. So, with that being said, uh, when will we see sign up start for the next high voltage season? They are already started. I sent out a message today to the roster to let them know that they can go into the scene to sign up. They will be sorted into the qualifying tournaments, and those tournaments will start as soon as that championship match ends. All right. Now I got a post-it note here to remind myself because I'm blind and I've been forgetting. Let's talk about the Battle of the Hormones. I didn't forget this week. Yes. Good. Yes. I, I, yes. To be honest, I was not surprised about the men that won or the man that won. That that didn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of find him to be quite whiny. So that was Claymore. The ladies definitely went at it, and Crazy uh, Mama came out on top. So she will be facing Claymore. All right. So and to crown the first ever hormonal champion in R.A.W.F., it will be Claymore versus Crazy Mama tomorrow at Unyielding, correct? Correct. All right. That's awesome. When will the next season of the Battle of the Hormones start? As soon as the champion is crowned, I will put out the scene for whichever sex gets to go after it. Because the next season, depending on who wins, it'll be the opposite sex fighting for a chance to get a shot at the title. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Should be a very – I love this event. I, you're doing a great job with it, Cougs. Keep up the good work on both the the high voltage and the hormonal – the battle of the hormones. But, Thank you. All right. Uh, now it's time for your tag report from Unstoppabot, who has uh, sent that over to me. Here it is. Final tag results. In first place and facing the tag team champion's hotness at unyielding tomorrow is Pinnacle, Lady Vex and Griff. They want, They got first place. And second place is Tango and Cash, the Hawkster and Uber Vegan. In third place was Dungeons and Dragons, Paragon of Greatness, and Knox Boogie. In fourth place was Rum and Coke, Raven, and Mithras Europa Muscles. Fifth place was the Bronx Irish Connection, Maeve O'Hare, and Luke Cage Power Playa. 
there's some pretty tough teams in that top five. Highly competitive tag team division, to be sure. Uh, and uh, Pinnacle will be challenging hotness tomorrow. We'll talk more about that in just a little bit. That's going to be one hell of a match right there. All right. Next up is your ultimate gauntlet GM. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance and the hour class of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. And I'm baptizing blood of the falling. Keep it cheap. Go ahead, your family slam. Fuck around, beat it that kind of ground. Big dog way off the collar. Don't bother with the tank. Can't me like the way I need my face. Go at six feet deep. Where the dead man sleeps. With the rat that creep. In my flesh for me. And the mega still sleep. By the open wounds. Stress like a mega. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, and you know what? This is one of those interesting weeks here in the Ultimate Gauntlet. That's why it's always changing up. It's always a different thing with the Gauntlet. Sometimes it's about the Fast and the Furious pace, and sometimes there's a great story being told, and it's all about the story this week. To catch you up where we last left off, we saw Lady Betts, the world heavyweight champion, end the Gauntlet run of Revenge Gibson. She went on to defeat Hellraiser in a countout, looking like perhaps Lady Vex is going to get a easy walk through this gauntlet. But then she goes on to face Dees, the man who has been perched and watching the ultimate gauntlet for weeks, telling everybody, tick-tock, tick-tock, when is my time coming? I'm going to run this gauntlet. Dees faces the world champion, and he loses. Lady Vex defeats Dees. Takes him down. She goes on to face Cassie Joe, who she also defeats, putting Lady Vex now at four victories, one away from earning an ultimate gauntlet shot at the pay per view. She goes up against John Taylor, an unassuming opponent, a very talented opponent, but somebody who was off of the radar. Nobody thought this guy was in the in the race for the big one, and he stops the run of Lady Vex ending her hopes of getting that gauntlet shot at the pay-per-view. That is a story for a week, L.A. Wow. Wow. So say that. So we do have a content. We will have an ultimate gauntlet match tomorrow at Unyielding? Uh, no, we will not. Because uh, okay. uh, Lady Vex got to four and she was defeated. And that's, of course, a testament to this division. It's very difficult to get a championship shot. Our world champion herself just barely came outside of getting that championship opportunity. Uh, you know, if our champion can't do it, it's always going to be a difficult run to get through that gauntlet. Wow. Well, it was a close one then. Uh, but, yeah, all right. It sounds like it was one hell of a week in the gauntlet, Paragon. Uh, thank you very much, and uh, stick around. We've got a lot to talk to you about here. Coming up. All right. Uh, apparently, I got the text message from Unstoppable in two parts. Let me read the second half uh, of the. Uh, in sixth was in sixth place was Hotness, seventh place the Opaque Brotherhood, eighth place Tootsie Rollers, ninth place RWO, 
And tied for 10th place is Edge of Tyranny and Carbon. The new season of Tags is in signups. If you're looking for a partner, there are several people in the scene who are also looking for a tag partner. Signups will close tomorrow, March 15th, after the pay-per-view radio show. So that make sure you guys get signed up by tomorrow after we go off the by the time we go off the air tomorrow night. All right. With that being said, that was our GM round reports for the evening, and uh, we'll just on uh, El Vacant. Would you like to read the rankings off, and then we'll start talking about unyielding. I mean, I could. Yeah, go ahead. Right, sure, why not? All right, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, um, we are we are you know doing the uh, the top twenty-five. Uh, this will be for the first seven out of the ten matches for the for the season. So obviously, these are not the final rankings. Um, but we've had a little bit of a uh, little bit of stirring since the last time I read these in a week. So here we go. Now we start in twenty-fifth place. We have. Des or D's, it's one of these days I'll understand what he, which he wants it to be. Uh, but the he's, you know, current Fubar City Triple Crown and Champions Choice Champion, he's got in, oh, and half the tag team champions, he's, he's in 25th. In 24th, we have the Superstars Champion, Crazy Mama. Uh, oh, I did not realize she won a crazy, she won that title. Good, good for you, Crazy Mama. All right. In uh, 23rd, we have Judgment. Oh, look at you, Judgment. Oh, like just sort of being middling there. And 22nd, we have, oh, one. One of my many favorite redheads, Mabel Hare. Hola, I see you out there. Como esta? Um, then in 28th, we have uh, our multimedia champion, Europa. She's in 20th position. Then we have a 19th place. I'm pretty sure he's out there. I think I saw his hat wander by uh, our favorite little guy, Turnip. I think he's out there. Is he out there? Oh, there he is. I see his hat again. All right. So he's in 19th. In 18th, we have our, I guess, our would-be poet laureate as of recently, uh, Money Sue. Uh, good for him, I guess. I guess, you know, when he realizes he can't win a title, he has to start writing poetry. I don't know. All right. In 17th place, we have our current men's champion, the Sword of Large Greg. Um, so there's him. And then in 16th place, we have the, the, the slow-moving landmass with a head, very scary man, uh, Uncle Frank. All right. And then in 15th place, we have Big F and Hitman. We seem to have like this zone in the middle here where all these like giant guys. All right. And then we have our estrogen. In 14th place, we have our current estrogen champion. Hola, Cougar. I'm just saying that me could still fit. It's, it works for you. All right. Right. Uh, in 13th place, we have oh, oh another, another very sexy lady, Davila. Congratulations, Davila. In uh, 12th place, we have uh, one of the fan favorites around here. We have uh, the uh, John Taylor. I think he's out there, too. I think I saw him. Um, then we got what else we got? Oh, in 11th place, we have our current White Lightning and Supreme Fighter champion, Claymore. Um, so, you know, you feel how you feel about that, you know, now that he's back with Terring right, right. In 10th place, we have the ultimate gold champion, Anarchy's Beast. In 9th place, we have... Oh, Clickety-clack, it's a hobo attack. That's right, hobo Ezekiel is in ninth place. In eighth place, we have, oh, the guy I have to talk to later tonight. Uh, Nightcrawler, hey, I'm going to call you because like, we got to talk about this knee situation. But uh, Congratulations on eighth place. Um, in seventh place, we have Bruce the Shark. Um, you know, uh, another... Uh, another uh, what? What? Oh, right, sorry, he's not going by that name right now. Uh, Killer Neptune. 
Um, in sixth place, we have our world and national champion, Lady Vex. Hola, I see you out there. And then, uh, let's see, in fifth place, we have our Midnight Hobo champion, the man who needs no introduction, so I'm not going to say it. And then in fourth place, no, seriously, I, the Great Red Dragon, I think he's out there, too. Um, then in fourth place, oh, there's a shakeup. Our Powerball champion, Mr. Big Shot Mouthy Mouth himself, has dropped three positions to fourth place. Teflon Sheik is now in fourth place. That's right. In third place, oh, kind of coming up to the ranks here, uh, the Hawkster uh, has made it up to third place. And then in second place, we have our current Saturday night champion. That's right, the Paragon of Greatness is in second place. He's jumped up a little bit there. Huh? And then in first place, we have Mr. Ego Man himself. Mr. Oh, I'm too, I'm too angry to talk to people civilly lately, uh, the Immortal Griffith. All right, and want to point out the Immortal Griffith won the Extra Points Tournament. So he added 25 bonus rankings points, which uh, catapulted him up into first place. But ladies and gentlemen, those are your rankings 7 out of 10. That is right now the battle for the main event at Immortal. Um, the top few people are in contention, and it should be a very interesting fight to the finish to see who will main event Immortal 7 which comes to you live April 26th from the New Orleans Superdome. Immortal 7, Legends Will Rise. And we'll talk more about Immortal in just a few moments because it, well, actually we'll start to talk a little bit about it after I uh, look at the matches for the RAWF All About the Heart Tournament, which right now is in the semifinals. The Agent of Hate has made the finals of the RAWF All About the Heart Tournament. We are waiting on Cassie Joe versus Uncle Frank to see who will face him in the finals. And uh, win themselves 300 wrestler bucks. Uh, Runner-up will get 150 wrestler bucks. So, uh, speaking of tournaments, there is one still in sign-up, ladies and gentlemen. It will start on St. Patrick's Day, which I believe is, what, Tuesday? St. Patrick's Day? Uh, Yes. Tuesday, March 17th. It is the RAWF St. Patrick's Day tournament hosted by Maeve O'Hare is still currently in signups. Winner gets 200 wrestler bucks, runner up 100, semifinalists each get 50. Uh, so I will post that link in the chat. If you haven't signed up for that tournament yet, you need to do so now. And speaking of tournaments, the big one of the year here in RAWF, the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Uh, for the last week and a half or so, we have been taking donations for this tournament and wow there has been one hell of a response this year it's been incredible let me give you the totals uh and we will still take donations until about the end of this show so any last minute donations uh if you want to go to the scene we've been posting it all week so you should be able to find it uh but right now the running total for the xanther the platinum dragon memorial tournament $232,900,000. coins. 4,900 wrestler bucks. Six companies. Uh, We have had an offer for someone to make the nameplates for the final four. We've gotten artwork from Anarchy's Beast. We'll have an entrance video from um, Iron Horse. 
And then, of course, as you all heard here last week, Susie the Elf is collecting wrestler bucks to give to one random non-wrestler buck winning entrant in the tournament. And we'll be letting them host a radio show here on the Back to Basics radio network if they so desire. So, wow. We have never had an output like that for the tournament as far as prizes go, Elvacant. It is, it is an incredible. It's pretty, uh, pretty impressive. But you know what else should we expect from the greatest tournament in all the world? Indeed, it is going to be one hell of a tournament. I believe tomorrow, Monday or Tuesday, I will be figuring up all the totals, uh, spreading them out, figuring out what places win what. And uh, sometime this week, I will be making the Xanth the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, and we will start sign-ups sometime this week. Sign-ups will, of course, go until Immortal 7, April 26th. So we'll have well, you'll have well over a month to sign up for the Xanth the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Also at Immortal 7 will be the announcements of this year's RAWF Hall of Fame members, inductees. Uh, soon, probably t- Monday or Tuesday, I will start a suggestion scene for RAWF Hall of Fame. And again, I want to point out this will not be a voting scene or a nomination scene. It will be a scene for you to for everyone to put their opinions in on who they think should go into this year's RAWF Hall of Fame. The ultimate decision will be made by our Hall of Fame committee. So it is not voting. There will there it is it is complete strictly opinions. All right. So with that being said. Let's talk about unyielding. We've got a lot to cover. I was, we're still a half hour into the show, and I haven't even mentioned the entire card here. So we got some interesting matches, to say the least, L Vacant. We've talked much about the world title match, Platinum Dragon title match. We'll get to those in just a few minutes. But here are some of the matches that were signed earlier this week. We have a total of three Fubar City street fights uh, on the undercard. It will be new, returning to R.A.W.F., Mr. State Farm himself, Jake Bagwell, taking on newcomer to RAWF, Hotshot Chaz, in a Fubar City street fight. We talked about it earlier. Raven will be taking on her niece, the Angel of Death, in a Fubar City street fight. And Judgment to take on that little Japanese midget uh, that's been annoying the hell out of people, uh, Uji Yamato. So that's three Fubar City street fights. There's going to be a lot of fighting in the streets of San Antonio tomorrow, El Vacant. Okay, it would help if I hadn't accidentally mooted my mic. That would have been good. Um, yes, uh, and, and, you know, and you know the best part? Beautiful weather. <laughs> there you go. See, you, you, told, you were worried about it being cold. You don't have to worry about that this year. No. There you, you know, go. I, At least... All right, two steel cage matches tomorrow uh, at Unyielding. You have uh, Allie Knight, the student, taking on her mentor, Hall of Famer Davila, uh, in a steel cage. She challenged her Davila to it. Davila accepted. That will happen tomorrow at Unyielding. And then Damia, the mistress of the uh, mistress of, of mayhem or dark or whatever you want to call her, 
takes on Anton Dare, who she basically chided into returning to R.A.W.F. for this match. Uh, so Damia takes on Anton Dare. We have a Mushroom Kingdom Ring of Fire something or other match. Uh, officially, it's a Mushroom Kingdom Ring of Fire match that Luigi uh, created last week here on the show. We'll get more details from him here later in the program. Luigi Mario challenged any member of Terror Inc. to this match. Agent of Hate has stepped up to accept the challenge. It will be Luigi Mario versus Agent of Hate in a, the Mushroom Kingdom Ring of Fire match tomorrow. Uh, we have a Death Becomes You match. Sin taking on the unsettled Chris Cage. Sin claims he's the man who cannot die. Uh, he certainly will put that to the test tomorrow in a barbed wire steel cage match against a man uh, against a man who's rumored to be the uh, he's the unsettled uh, Chris Cage. I, that's not a person I would want to become and be in a Death Becomes You match. El Vacant. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, no, no, that, no, he's a little, I mean, we've had some other people who are kind of stabby, but he, he's really stabby. He is extremely stabby is Chris Cage. Uh, I don't know if he, I don't know if he's as, as stabby as a certain, um, evil angel that we know, but he's damn close. All right. And then of course you have the wardrobe match between myself and Moxie, uh, that, I was I was goaded into accepting last week here on this program by the lovely Ray. <laughs> if I if I defeat Moxie, I get to de- I get to choose her desi- choose what she wears for a week, and if I lose, I have to go naked for a week. Please win. What are you trying to say? I uh that 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 please win. <sighs> look, I look. I love you. You're a very, very handsome man. Very, you know, very, very much machismo. I'm sure, very macho. But you know, I don't want to spend all next Saturday sitting next to a naked man in a leather chair. Could be worse. Just saying. I, but. I guess that's true. All right, other undercard, interesting undercard rankings matches I want to point out here really quick. Uh, Cassie Joe versus Maeve O'Hare, who, oh, God, I hate to say this. And we'll talk about it in depth in here in just a little bit. Is the newest member of Terror Inc. is Maeve wait, O'Hare. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of a story in itself there, El Vincent. Okay. So... On Superstars last week, Mabel Hare defeated the Teflon Sheik uh, to be able to tag with Luke. She Luke, pounded uh, him in the face. It was beautiful. However, apparently there was a, before she signed, she did not read the contract for the match uh, that Teflon wrote up because if she was to participate in that match or win that match, she would have to also have to join Terror Inc. if she was going to tag with Luke. She kind of got, what do you call, blackmailed. Shanghai, I think, is the word you might want. I like, we'll go with that. Shanghai. She is now a m- member of Terror Inc. Due to she her. She looks real. 
She is not thrilled. I, I do not believe she is thrilled. However, Cassie Joe wanted to call out a member of Terror Inc. at unyielding. So she, she, of course, volunteered Maeve to take on Cassie Joe tomorrow at unyielding. So, also, uh, John, in a high rankings match, if Turnip, oh, I, I, I forgot to mention Turnip taking on Claymore and the Teflon Sheik in a handicap match. If he loses, which is likely, he will have to be on. He will leave our. He will be un, suspended or inactive for a full period month in RAWF, uh, and will not be able to compete for rankings. But if he wins, he gets his to rename Claymore and Teflon Sheik. Uh, so that one is a that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but Turnip, you know, Turnip's very angry about what happened at on, at Love Hurts when basically Claymore turned on the, the, the Splinter Cell and went back to Terror Inc. after the return of the Teflon Sheik. So Turnip wants to get a measure of revenge in this handicap match. We will see if he can actually pull that off. But getting back to the regular rankings matches, you we read off earlier uh, the top 25, and this match I'm about to announce is battle between number two and number three on the rankings that you listed. It is the Paragon of Greatness taking on the Hawkster tomorrow uh, at Unyielding with a lot on the line there, possibly a spot in the Immortal main event. Then we also have Killa Neptune to take on the Crow Mark Caliber, and of course, as we know, Mark Caliber and Paragon of Greatness Killa's Neptune Dylan Neptune's brother have been having their issues as of late, serious issues. Uh, Mark Caliber takes on Killa Neptune tomorrow at Unyielding, and I have a feeling Paragon will be watching that extremely closely, maybe even closer than we think. Uh, John Taylor to take on Turnip. If if Turnip wins, he might get himself up in the rankings if he's a, if he will be eligible to be uh, in the rankings next period. We will find out. Uh, so that's all of the key marquee matchups for tomorrow's undercard. Let's go back to uh, the title matches now here for tomorrow for Unyielding. First hormonal championship on the line. The first hormonal champion will be crowned when Claymore takes on Crazy Mama. The first Hatfield and McCoy championship will, champion will be crowned when Alistair Fiend takes on the Mancunian Maniac. Uh, Supreme Fighter Championship, we mentioned Claymore versus D's, and um, I have a feeling that one is going to be <laughs> going to be really good. D's will also defend his Champion's Choice Championship against Big Greg, and of course, as usual, the odds will be stacked against the challenger. Big Greg cannot use defense; he has to use an eye gouge to start every set, and he must say D's is the man and that he is a douchebag before starting every move set. Yeah, that ought to be interesting because uh, apparently uh, Senior Greg has some opinions about that match. Well, you know, Greg can have all the opinions about about it as he wants. Dees can do what he pleases as far as the rules go. Uh, Claymore to defend his White Lightning Championship against Nightcrawler. Uh, Hotness to defend the tag team titles against Pinnacle. That one's going to be a good one. That may be the most contentious tag team title match we've had in quite a while. 
She, the Teflon Sheik, will have to defend his Powerball Championship against Mithras the Title Machine. Uh, Miss Miss Mithras Europa. I just I, I'll just call it Vagina Muscles will have to defend her Multimedia Championship against Lightning Leanne. Dee's defends the Triple Crown Championship against Big F and Hitman and Beast Anarchy's Beast. The Great Red Dragon defends the Midnight Hobo Championship against Uncle Frank. Dee's defends the Fubar City Championship against Hobo Ezekiel. The Cougar defends the Estrogen Championship against Wildfire. Big Greg defends the Men's Championship against the Immortal Griffith, who won the Arsehole of the Month tournament for the second month in a row. Gets his second opportunity at Big Greg's Men's Championship. Vex will defend the national title against the power player Luke Cage. Mithras will defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against Killa Neptune. And Lady Vex will defend the World Heavyweight Championship against Mithras the Title Machine. So, woo! Ladies and gentlemen, this could be one of the biggest, this could be the biggest pay-per-view we've had in a long time. And that's saying something considering the next one is Immortal 7. So, uh, L Vacant, any of those matches you'd like to comment on? I mean, can we just start at the beginning and, and just go? Because I can comment on pretty much all of them. Well, I tell you what. Pick two. Pick your two favorites and 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 talk about them real quick. Okay, so here's the thing. So we, you know, we've had the uh, we've had these out there. Kind of just strive for five is all thing where he wants to get five titles, you know. But he is he's in a very rough position to do that. He is facing some very very tough names. Uh, and two of those belts, I think, are in serious, serious jeopardy. Um, like you said, uh, his tag title, he's facing against the most decorated champion we've ever seen and the only two-time female world champion and current world champion that this company has ever seen as a tag team. Uh, they've really gotten their groove together in this last season, you know, and they just beat uh, Hotness, you know, just, just two weeks ago. So I don't... I, that's a, that's that's a hurdle. But if that wasn't enough, then he's got to turn around and face the title machine himself. You know, and look, you know, he's he's been a little quiet lately. You know, but he's still, you know, he's he's been training. Don't get me wrong. Have you seen this guy? Like, if like like his muscles have muscles. Like it's crazy. You know, he's he's got he's got two big matches. But there's, he's not looking past these. I can tell you that. Like he's he is not looking past that man. And I don't. I think. I think those matches are going to be very, very um, difficult for Dees. I, I agree. I mean, Dees is hoping. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure he's confident he can walk out of unyielding with five championships, and he would certainly be the first person in RAW's history if that were to happen to hold five titles in RAW no. at the same time. No. 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 Two other people have done it. Okay. If he gets a six, he would be the only one to do it. Okay, I'm my bad. I must, I must, I must have been thinking four was the record. All right, fair enough. But these that would just certainly be a huge feather in his cap if he walks out of unyielding with five RAWF championships. We'll see if he can pull it off. Uh, Anything else you'd like to anything else you'd like to comment on on these matches? 
Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I can't not comment on, you know, I already kind of commented that Mithras has another big match. You know, I can't not talk about the main event. I mean, that's, that's going to be huge. You got, you got, you got Lady Vex, as I said, the only two time female champion we've ever had uh, for the world champion. Um, and, you know, we have uh, the longest individual reigning champion this company has ever seen, you know, finally freed of, of, you know, I want to say freed, like it was like, a, 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 like, a, like it was some sort of punishment, but, you know, having a title the way we do things here, when you have a title, you, you, you don't quite uh, have the, the ability to, to really shine in certain places because of what, you know, you have to maintain that belt. So, I mean, now that he's free from that, you know, you've seen a very different Mithras. And I think he's pretty driven. I think he wants to prove something. You know, he's had that title once before, but it was a long time ago. I, I think he wants to show that, you know, the, the, the calendar has not passed him by, as they say. Not that I'm saying he's old, because no, because no, like he he'd punch me if I said that. Did I did I kill you? Are yeah, you okay no, over there? Just, no, no, no. Occasionally I get people who want to talk to me, so I have to answer them as quickly as I can. I, I mean, apologize. I but, <laughs> you were doing great. You were doing great. Tomorrow is going to be one hell of a unprecedented t- pay per view, to say the least. Unyielding. We will be live right here on Blog Talk Radio at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, doing what we do best, and uh, we will talk more about uh, unyielding and all of that good stuff. So I'm going to start the evening talking to the lovely Raven. Raven, dear, are you there? Yep, still here. <laughs> Tomorrow, first of all, you're Angel of Death is your niece. She's only been on RAWF a short time, uh, but you called her out for a, a for a Fubar City street fight. What was the what was the thinking behind that, Raves? Why why calling out your oh, niece? You know, she's family. It's nice kicking your family around, right? <laughs> she needs to be put you in just, her place occasionally. She keeps calling me old and you know hanging up my boots. So you know, no. Nah, so basically, being being a bratty little me. So it, you know, yeah. I, I've heard of you know AOD. She's pretty pretty uh, well known here in WU. She hasn't been in RAWF much in her career, maybe for a cup of coffee or two. Um, but you know, <laughs> so are you are you looking forward to teaching her what it means to be in a Fubar City street fight here in RAWF? Oh, someone's got to keep her in line because her mom's not around to do it now. You know, so. That that job's left for me, so it's going to be fun. Uh, she is in, she is out in the in in the chat. She uh. She oh, said, I know. She She's says, laughing her bloody ass off. She thinks it's funny. Yeah, yeah, she is. <laughs> she won't be uh, laughing tomorrow. We will. F- it's we will find out who will be laughing tomorrow, whether it be uh-huh. uh, the aunt or the niece, and then maybe yeah. you know maybe afterwards you can give her an inoculation. <laughs> yeah, one she won't forget. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> not like well, that. Well, good. Get your brain out the <laughs> good luck to you tomorrow, Raven. <laughs> against the Angel of Death in that Fubar City street fight should be a lot of fun. One of many Fubar City street fights we have. Uh, any any last words for for your niece before I, I move on to? Um. Yeah, AOD, rest well, honey. You're gonna need it. Can, can I watch when you inoculate her? 
you yeah yeah you can you can hold her down awesome because she's gonna wiggle i can tell you that now well that could be fun yeah oh, god <laughs> okay well i'm sure you'll enjoy it <sighs> all right thank you rave thank you rave mm. and uh, <sighs> Very, very much. Should be very fun to watch that match. A lot of lot of great matches tomorrow, and that is certainly one of them. All right. Next up, let's talk to our reigning Midnight Hobo champion. He tomorrow defends his Midnight Hobo championship against an R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, former world champion, and a man who, you know, we know is extremely tough. He is the Monster of the Hills Uncle Frank. The Midnight Hobo champion, ladies and gentlemen, is the one and only man who does not need an introduction. He just needs to be told, sir, you are on the air. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the great Red Dragon, good evening. It is I, your Midnight Hobo Champion. How are you doing tonight, Lord Amadeus? I am doing awesome, Dragon. Say hello to El Vacant. Hello, El Vacant. How is the taco stand going? Do you need any oh, more money? Oh, very lovely. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. So, I had to, Was that the new limo that you drove up in? Because I think it looks it's very nice. Yeah, there might have been some perks from this tax season that I was able to write off. Yes, of course. It's very, very good, would, very classy. Would you like one? I mean, see. I'm in the giving spirit. The answer is always yes. See. Okay, that's close enough. It's Spanish, but it, it counts as a yes. Well, I am from I'll Mexico. Make sure you, I'll make sure you get one, and I'll even donate two taco trucks, brand new for you. How's that? I like this guy. Oh, wow, Dragon. Lord Amadeus. It, it does yes. seem like you have a, a bit of more spring to your step, Dragon, now that you have the Midnight Hobo Championship, oh. a title I am certain you are proud of. You know the history. You know the le- the, the legacy that title has. You know what that yeah. title is. And uh, yeah. you carry it well, I must say. But tomorrow at Unyielding, you are facing a man who is literally mm-hmm. a monster. He's a former world champion. He knows what mm-hmm. it takes to win a championship here in REWF. He's been at the top mm-hmm. of the mountain. Last year at this time, he was at the top of the mountain. He is the mountain. <laughs> yeah. But Go ahead. Tell, tell me about Uncle Frank and how you feel going into this match tomorrow with Uncle Frank. I will not lie. I do not know if I am going to be able to defeat Uncle Frank or not. This man, even though he's what, what number in the ranking, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. If he's not even in the rankings, Uncle Frank is the one you do not want to mess with. You do not want to be on his good side or his bad side. And I'm sure that Paragon, Killer Neptune, can attest to that. You never know. What you're going to get in the morning or the afternoon or the evening. Uncle Frank is the mountain. He is the beast. He is the one thing that everyone fears. But 
I will stand in that ring tomorrow night, and I will not budge. I will give him everything that's in me, every fiber of my being. If I am left in a bloody pulp, I promise everybody this. Uncle Frank will come out looking like gold because he is stepping into the ring with true greatness. And I promise it will be the match of the decade. And it's just getting started, 2020. It'll be one to remember. You can bank on that one. And Dragon, I also know it's pre- it would be very important for you to go to Immortal as the Midnight Hobo Champion. I know how much you're looking forward mm-hmm. to Immortal 7. Uh, legends will rise in the Superdome in New Orleans. Uh, so with that being said, of course, uh, you're, I hear that you're also very excited about the Xanth the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I, I'm very excited for the tournament because, you know, Everybody knows how I feel about Xanther. Man, you're going to make me sound soft here. But everybody knows how important Xanther was and is to RAWF and the community in general. And coming into Immortal, what a better way to celebrate than with the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. And I I, I got to say, I, the numbers, you know, need a little bit of help. They, what you mean the the, the prizes? I, I we're kind of I mean they, this one. They okay. need a little help. Okay. But how much? How much was it again? I I know there's been some late donations, but what what are we up to? What was it? How many wrestling bucks? I will repeat. Hold on, and I will tell you. Uh, two hundred and thirty-two million nine hundred thousand coins. Forty nine hundred uh-huh, wrestle uh-huh, bucks. Uh-huh. Forty nine hundred wrestle bucks. Okay. All right. Hold on here. Let me get my phone. If you don't mind, please. If you yeah. don't mind. Okay. All right. All right. Uh could you text me real quick the account number so I can de- do a uh, yeah. little bit of notes in here. Right. Got that? Okay. Got that? Yeah. Got there you go. All right. Okay. Thank Got you. Thank phone. you. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let me do some finagling here. Is that a one or a three? Which is Looks it? like a one, I guess. Which I one? Is it's a four eight one or a four eight three? What is that? Uh okay, yes. never mind, I see it. It's a smudge, it's a one. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Here we go. And uh let's just hit okay. And uh done. Do you need a screenshot? Uh, I'm no. sure the GMs will be able to verify this, but I just transferred 1% of my earnings, uh, a do- generous donation, of course, the elite 1% in this community. You're welcome, by the way. 7,000 wow. Russians. How you doing? You're welcome. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. I, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, he said it's 7,000 wrestler books. So you yeah. more than doubled it. He yeah. more than doubled the amount of wrestler books, yes. It is now, we are now sitting at 11,000. Almost tripled it. 
7,900 wrestler bucks. 11,900 wrestler bucks going into the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, ladies and gentlemen. You know, so, I just do it because it's as part of the 1%. You know, it is actually left up to yours truly to show these pathetic pansies just what true greatness actually is. So, enjoy it, you know. I do this, know this, I do this out of the kindness of my own heart to make up for your cheap, pathetic selves. And just remember, Xanther is worth it. How you doing? So, ladies and gentlemen, let me let me explain to you what this means. It means that we are more than double the any, the amount of coins we've ever had in a Xanther Platinum Dragon tournament. We are way over the amount of wrestler bucks we've ever been in a Xanther Platinum Dragon Memorial tournament. We have more companies donated than we've ever had. Uh, this, as far as prizes, this is the biggest. Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. That is, um, wow. Dragon, I thank you. I know Shifty would probably thank you. I think all of our AWF certainly thanks you for that kind, generous donation. And wow. So, with that being said, uh, what I'm going to do. I'm going to add another hundred wrestler bucks into from RAWF's offers to make that an even twelve thousand wrestler bucks. Well, isn't that extremely kind and cheap of you? Just a hundred. Oh my god. Well, I mean, he was rounding it off. It was just. A- I'm rounding <laughs> it up. Wow. And. Let's not remember the giant out-of-pocket expense the R.A.W. takes on to put on this tournament. You know, the tickets mm-hmm. are free. The you know he, he, they pay for all the the national broadcast out-of-pocket. You know, this is a thing. This is a charity event every year. They, the R.A.W.F. makes no money on this. And I'm also throwing in seven million and a hundred thousand coins into the pot to make it an even two hundred and forty million coins. Into the uh, into the Xanther, so there we go. Ooh, so once again, two hundred and forty million coins, twelve thousand wrestler bucks, six companies, and we'll get an entrance winner. will get an entrance vid. The top four will get nameplates from Twizzy. Uh, Anarchy's Beast will be throwing artwork to the winner, I believe, giving artwork to the winner as well. And then, of course, Susie the Elf's uh, little lottery draw. There you go. Wow. That is going to be the biggest tournament. I will be uh, figuring all that out Monday or Tuesday, getting the tournament made and starting the big invites. This is going to be huge. Thank you, Dragon, once again. All right. Wow. Um I'm I'm kind I'm kind of verklempt here, El Vacant, on the the generous donations this year for the Xanther Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Kind of crazy, yeah. I mean, way to walk in and say zip thud there, uh, Dragon. <laughs> way to make way to make an impression, to say the least. All right, 
real quick, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a commercial break. When we return, so many people to talk to, among them Mave O'Hare, Lady Vex, the Paragon of Greatness, Luigi Mario, Coog, the Cougar, Judgment, Griffith, uh, Mithras will be joining us, and who knows who else is going to be here. It's going to be a really fun time. Uh, we'll probably end up extending, if I'm going to be honest with you. So, with that being said, let's get a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back in just a few minutes. This is REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. here. Me and the Rejects just redesigned a golf course in the name of R.A.W.F.C. Now you can bring those memories home with you, see? For just four easy payments of six sixty-six, or the purchase of four Whoppers, you and your families can go golfing with the Rejects. Have a lolly on me, Toots, and tell them Moxie sent ya. Hobo, Dee Dee, did you two just eat all the Whoppers? <coughs> After hours on the Back to Basics radio network. I'm Lord Amadeus. This is L Vacant. Uh, Vacant, again, it is going to be a huge card tomorrow in San Antonio. I'm sure you got all the taco trucks ready to go. I think you're going to need them. Oh, see, see, very much so, especially in San Antonio. I actually sent them down, I actually sent them down like a week and a half ago. And like, I got to tell you, like, Texans can eat some tacos. Mm-hmm. Texans do everything big, and I'm sure uh, eating is tacos is, is is certainly one of them. In fact, actually, uh, we had to we had to create a new item. It was just now it's the 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 the, uh, the special vacant ta- Texas taco, which is three times bigger than anything else we serve. All right. Well, I think we need to bring on our reigning world heavyweight champion. She's got a busy night tomorrow. At unyielding, to say the least, uh, three big matches, all of them for titles, with titles on the line, whether she's defending or challenging. Let's bring on the one and only.
Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow at Unyielding, she defends the World Heavyweight Championship against Mithras, the title machine. She defends the national title against Luke Cage, the power player. And along with the immortal Griffith, she challenges Dee's and Tigress, team known as Hotness, for the tag team championships. Another title that you had to forfeit over a year ago, Vex, that you have a chance of regaining. So... Let's talk about that one because that we haven't had a chance to talk about it because the rankings just came out. Talk to me about this match with Hotness and how much it means to you to possibly regain the tag team championship. Um, first off, good evening, guys. Um, as far as going back for tags, uh, this is this is the odd couple that ended up finding out we actually make a pretty good team. Um. No doubt whatsoever, Griffith drives me crazy. Um, but when he's on, he's on. And when I'm on, I'm on. And when that magic clicks and we manage to, well, I mean, we did it already once this season. We beat Hotness when they were absolutely sure they had it in the bag. They were like, yes, we are going to get this. We've got this. We won. Ha, 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 ha. No, you didn't. No, you didn't at all. So, so, yeah. And I know, you know, there's no love lost between you and Dee's. He, you know, he had, I believe, promised you or at least hinted that he would give you the champion's choice title defense at Unyielding. He changed his mind and went with Big Greg instead. Uh, but I know you would delight in being one of the people to take a title away from him tomorrow at Unyielding. Oh, absolutely. And it wasn't that he had hinted. He literally said, deal. Um, You know, I I said a lot of things about what Claymore had to say to me and how it was unbecoming, but someone that makes an agreement more than once and does not follow through on it and then acts like he's hot shit everywhere. I mean, literally he picked up the tag belt in the middle of our match and was like, look at this. And Oh, that kick by Griffith. Holy shit. I've never found the man attractive, but like that. Oh, I get it. (laughs) Oh, I get it. (laughs) Easy now. Easy now. Easy now. But at any Mm -hmm. Vex, that being said, that one is going to be a big one for you. But then, of course, there are the two title defenses you have. Uh, let's start with the national title against Luke Cage. Uh, Luke, is his, it's his second attempt at de- taking the national title away from you. Uh, you had a match with him a couple weeks ago, was able to walk away with still national champion. Who benefits from a second match? Is it you or is it Luke? Um. I think it's me. I'm now used to what it is seeing him in the ring at that level. It doesn't, um, it, there's not going to be any surprises in this. Luke's got a lot going on, as do I. But right now, Luke has more going on in his head than he does in the ring, where everything I have going on in the ring and is trying to get into everyone else's head. So, um, I think he's going to be a little bit 
distracted. And keeping him focused in the ring is not my issue. My issue is getting him out of the ring as quick as possible so that I can go on to handle the much larger prospects. That, of course, that larger prospect being defending the World Heavyweight Championship against the title machine, Mithras. Uh, I mean, this is a huge match, to say the least. Um, to, it, not only is the World Heavyweight Championship on the line, but the but winner will go on to defend that title at Immortal 7, the biggest pay-per-view of the year. To a lot of people, it means a lot to be high on the card, even the main event at Immortal. I'm sure that is in the back of your mind going into that match with Mithras tomorrow. Usually it's not. Usually when you defend something, you're defending it, you're watching the rankings coming up um, to see who will be coming at you, but you're not really thinking about that next show. This one... This is the one time I'm definitely thinking beyond this. Um, it it would mean a lot to either one of us to be that person that walks in with that title. For sure. Um, I can't I can't lie and say I'm not apprehensive. I cannot hide the fact that I have spent the better part of a week preparing for tomorrow. Am I prepared? Physically? Yes. Mentally? Yes. Strategically? Yes. But we get into that cage and the animals come out. Ah, that's right. You laid out the challenge to Mithras for that this match be put in a, a steel cage. Uh, I totally forgot, totally blanked. Did he res- did he answer that challenge? I have not heard back. I wanted to get it to you and Mithras that I would like to make this a no disqualification match. I don't want to defend to you know the possibility of an easy win because the ref gets a little zealous. I want some. Oh, there you have I it. Guess. He just replied. Yes, absolutely. I would like this to be a no disqualification match. Uh, Mithras's saying has been gouge my eyes, rip out my hair, cut me open, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I can Please don't probably... rip out his hair. It's very nice. I, can I pull your hair? I, I mean, see. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I want to see everything he can give me, and I want to show him everything I can give him because, as he said, he does not like fighting women. And I relish the intergender match. I live for it. Um, being that girl that was in the gym that could show little girls that you can do this. You can do what you put yourself to. That was my dream. And this is where I am. All right. Well, Mithras has accepted that challenge. It will be a no disqualification match tomorrow between you and him for the World Heavyweight Championship. The first ever 
I do believe, no disqualification match for the World Heavyweight Championship. So some R.A.W.F. history being made, uh, like just like that. Wow. I do so, that Beck, a lot. <laughs> a lot of people are trying to do that uh, lately, no doubt about it. And uh, it's, it's getting an exciting time, and certainly that is a another first. And uh, I do love firsts. Wouldn't All it be right. great if uh, Griff and I took those tag belts and then – Next month, I went again for that estrogen belt. Just a thought. Yep. So, with that being said, talking about what we've been talking about with you, Vex, we've got two people we need to talk to. First, let's talk to your tag team partner who will be helping you challenge – well, not be helping you. The two of you will be challenging – hotness for the tag team championship he also has a big match against big greg for the men's championship he is the one and only i am immortal immortal notorious so notorious I'll make you famous. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. Good evening. Oh, Vex, how are you? I am great. You look like you are fantastic. You know, you know, it's probably the best mood I've been in in, in a little while now. You know, I, I walked into the, you know, a couple weeks ago, I figured I was walking into this pay-per-view, just having a boring undercard, not doing anything interesting. And lo and behold, I have not one, but two title matches. Wasn't that crazy? It's like you found some kind of push. <laughs> well, I mean, Griff, which one do you want to talk about first? The tag team title match or the challenge for the second the second attempt at Big Greg's men's championship. I'll well, let well, you because my partner's here, why don't why don't we discuss have do discuss pinnacle business first? All right. Let's discuss pinnacle business. Uh I know you, along with Vex, neither one of you has any love for D's and would love to strip him or take one of those titles that he's so proud of away from him with all the talking he's doing, all the oh. mouth running. As of late, I mean, I'm be, sure. I actually don't have a problem with these. He's a very fine wrestler. I actually find him fairly amusing. Um, but, you know, this desperate attempt to try and be me lately, I, that's that's where I kind of drew the line where I was like, okay, someone needs to be reminded that he's a mid-card superstar and he needs just that's where he should live. So, you know, I've had to do, you know, had to kind of take it upon myself to, to do something about that, you know. And, and, you know, so my partner here, her feelings on the matter are a little stronger than mine. And by a little, I mean orders of magnitude stronger. But, you know, she has her reasons. 
And I, I mostly agree with her. I mean, I, I kind of dislike the fact that he was like, hey, I'll give you a shot. And then whew, just magically disappeared. But, you know, but apparently you're not the only one he's done that to. Did you know that? I, I found that out recently. I did not know before um, certain little bird popped in my ear. Yeah, apparently, uh, apparently Beast has the same issue there, guys. So, but hey, you know that's neither here nor there. You know he got. Oh yeah, I, I heard you talking earlier about the uh, that that super kick. I, I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, like, who does that? We're in the middle of the match, and this 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 this, this pusillanimous toe rag pulls out his own tag title and like puts it in my face. I'm like, what did he think I was gonna do? Of course, I super kicked it right into his face. It was gorgeous. Yes, it was it was definitely a sight to behold. So you two do have some momentum, certainly after beating them a couple of weeks ago, the tag team champions. Not only did we beat them, but we beat the tag team champions before them too. It's true. That, that's true. The Tootsie Rollers a victory over them. So you have beaten uh, the last two tag team champions. So a very impressive season. Uh, it took you a couple of seasons, but I mean, when we you first when the you two first formed this team I, I, I'll have to admit I was worried that two of you wouldn't be able to get along form a cohesive team and be the ones to ever challenge for the tag team titles even though you're both former tag team champions albeit with different partners I was worried about how cohesive you could be but it seems like you finally hit your stride you finally the two of you have finally figured out uh, so I have to commend you for that certainly uh, hopefully you know on your part tomorrow that all comes to fruition and uh, you take the tag team titles from hotness. Uh, I'm sure you're both uh, very fired up about this. Any 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 last comments from either of you about this match tomorrow? I mean, other than once and for all, I'm going to bring these tag titles back home. Bex is going to be there with me doing it. People are going to see what happens when you have two people that are some of the best of the best on the same page. Absolutely. The pinnacle is poised, primed, and prepared to do whatever it takes. And, of course, if if you two are successful, Vex will have successfully gotten three of the four titles that she lost due to injury last year. Uh, extremely impressive return since she returned late last year. Uh, no doubt about it. What possibly one of the biggest, the most successful runs in RAWF history. But now, Griff, we turn to the big, to the your singles title match. A second attempt at dethroning Big Greg of his men's championship. He defeated you last at Love Hurts. Uh, we were all, I would, a lot of us were shocked. Uh, but Big Greg, he does seem to have a penchant for big wins against big opponents. Uh, and that certainly was the case at Love Hurts. the last second, you know, last second Hail Mary. You know, I wasn't expecting a guy who's basically a giant, slow-moving brawler to out of nowhere pull up a schoolboy. I mean, like, who who expects that? And he caught me with it. So, good for him. That's great. You know, but then he, he made the mistake. He made that tragic, tragic mistake. And everyone I have faced since has had him to thank for it. Because he took this stupid rag and he thought he could do to me what he's done to so many others before and disrespect me and kind of try and shove it into my face. Well, he learned pretty quickly the mistake of that. And ever since, 
I've carried this blood-soaked little rag around just to remind me and everyone else who the fuck I am. I'm not, you know, the heart and soul of REWF who's going to walk around and make sure he's doing everything right for the ratings. I'm not, you know, the happy-go-lucky jokester guy. I'm the guy you fucking tremble about when you hear you've pulled their name out of the hat. I'm the guy that if you have a title and you're facing me, you piss yourself. I'm the guy who does what he wants to whomever he wants, however he wants. So, Greg, I'm going to be returning your property tomorrow. I'm going to shove it straight down your fucking throat. Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith is fired up. No, certainly. And especially since Griffith being currently number one in the rankings, I know you're especially fired up because I know how much the main event at Immortal means to you. And it's been a couple of years since you've been there, but you have been there. You want to get there again. Am I right? Am I right? Six times has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? We will find out. Should be a very interesting night tomorrow at Unyielding. A lot on the line for a lot of people, including the Immortal Griffith and Lady Vex. Thank you to both of you. All right. Wow. But a man also with a lot on the line, the man challenging Lady Vex for the World Heavyweight Championship and defending the Platinum Dragon Championship against Killa Neptune and challenging the Teflon Sheik for the Powerball Championship tomorrow. He is the title machine, ladies and gentlemen. He is. Gentlemen, he is Mithras. Good evening, Mithras. Hola, Mithras. Hey. Hola, hola. Como esta? How's everybody doing tonight? I'm well. doing great. Good. Good. So am I. I got a new limo. I, uh, you what, who? Go ahead. I got a new limo. I don't know. Limo. He's buying it. Rich boy oh, over there is buying good. me a limo. But- very nice. So what's going on, Amadeus? Well, Mithras, it is a big night for you tomorrow night at Unyielding. It is. Uh, it it is. is. You're taking let's, – let's start with challenging the Teflon Sheik for the Powerball Championship. Now, well, actually, know, I'm going to start with something else, if I may. Uh, this is a teaser. There's going to be a surprise that nobody knows about – well, nobody knows about tomorrow night. So that's the – 
one of four things going on. But anyway, go ahead. Teflon sheep. Okay, a surprise. Well, now you got me curious. No clues, no hints, no nothing. Uh, (laughs) R is for I don't know rage. R is for revenge. R is for rar. Um, and R is for R-A-W-F, so I'm just going to leave it at that. That tells, of course, Everything tells me Everything has nothing. a reason. You've seen, you've seen my films, my videos, my short takes. There's True. a reason there's an R there. You'll get it. You'll get it. Everybody. All right. I, All right. I, I, I got gotcha. you. All right. So let's, All right. Can we, let's now talk about the Powerball title match. Against the Teflon yeah. Sheik, and we all know yeah. uh, the questionable means uh, that Sheik got the title shot against Money Sue a couple of weeks ago. We know that he signed up in the Powerball scene as uh, Joe Schmo, uh, but you know, he, and disguised himself. But he managed to somehow p- to correctly pick all three numbers that our RAWF Powerball GM, the Razor, had uh, randomly chosen. And uh, got himself an immediate title match upon his reinstatement and uh, won that title from Money Sue. He is now a reigning Powerball champion. But you, uh, as one of the people who picked one number correctly, successfully negotiated the tournament to see who would challenge for the Powerball title. And now you find yourself face to face with the Teflon Sheik for the Powerball championship. Your thoughts against going up well, against first the Sheik. Of all, he guessed the numbers right, so I guess he's a lucky piece of camel dung. You know, it doesn't take a lot of skill to do that. You know, he can come up with the with the promos and make fun about, you know, me or Griffith or Vex or somebody else. But at the end of the day, it uh, it's the skill in the ring that's going to count. And besides, you know what? He's rested up because while he was on his um, sabbatical, uh, you know, he didn't get to, he he didn't break a sweat working at the local uh, you know discount gasoline station. He wasn't even good enough to work at Costco. So you know <laughs> the rest of us, I get it. <laughs> but if there's anything wrong with getting gas at Costco, you know, or working there. Well, I mean, I, I, look, I totally agree with you, and I, I yeah. think I speak for a lot of people. When I say I truly hope you take that Powerball title away from him because it was under questionable means, I didn't want to bring him back. I didn't want to have to unsuspend him, or you know. But unfortunately, as you know, legal battles can be a bitch, and uh, he was able to. uh, Judgment, and and so is judgment. But that's another topic. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh, all right. All right, so good luck to you against the Sheik. I am, I, I, I truly, I think I speak for El Vega when I say go kick his ass. Let me, let me ask you a question. MDS, you and possibly Griff might get this. If he's the Sheik, I'm the Magnum. I get that. Probably not. I, I understand that yeah. one. <laughs> well, I you know, get size that. Size matters. Anyways, next. <laughs> Gotcha. All right. I gotcha. Gotcha. All right. All Defending right. the Platinum Dragon Championship for the first time at Unyielding against Killin Neptune, yeah. a fellow REWF Hall of Famer, yeah. a former two time Platinum yeah. Dragon Champion. Uh, your yeah. thoughts against going against Killa? 
Well, this is going to be a match. I haven't heard from him. He's been, you know, uh, beneath the, the waters, probably cruising around, listening to uh, the, the theme from Jaws, you know, uh, underneath the, you know, in the oceans there. So I'm going to go a little fishing, I think. Um, this will be a fishing match. And I'll have to, you know, chase him down, probably, maybe. Um, but he's he's kind of scary, tricky, and uh, yeah, he's he's a big dude. But we'll see how that goes. I I think I have an idea for him. So it'll be a fishing expedition. Let's just call it that. All right, uh, should be very right. interesting, a very good match, and then of course the big one. Challenging Lady Vex for the World Heavyweight Championship. As I've yeah. mentioned, not just that title on the line, but also the possibility, the, the probability of main eventing Immortal Seven, uh, which you did at the very first Immortal uh, six years ago, uh, winning yeah. the World Heavyweight Championship from Haruki in the main event. Uh, so this is big for you in more ways than one. Talk to me about how big this match is to you. Well, obviously, it's the you know one of the premier titles in all of wrestling, and uh, obviously the top title in in, uh, in RAWF. You know, you can't just you know pop off and get a match. I and mean, I suppose people can challenge for it, but um, you know, it's it's you got to earn it. This thing, it, it it takes what two months basically to 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 get there, and it actually might be more than that. But anyhow, it's it's at least two months to get in. I, I had a shot against Claymore. Uh, I think it was late last year, early this year, actually. So I've I've been in that match in that uh, in the ring for that title twice in, in fairly recent succession. succession. And um, there's a reason for that. It's because I do really want it. Um, you know, I have made a ton of effort to to get you know to climb the ranks. Although you wouldn't tell by the latest rankings, um, but in any, you know, I've, I've, I've put a lot of effort into that. And so, really, you know, first things first. What I got to do is I got to show up because you know that kind of screwed me. I didn't show up for a couple of matches apparently, um, but there's a reason for that because I've been on travel. You see, um, I was in a on a car trip, and I swung by, uh, you know, uh, the Shaky Sheiks. A gas station to fill up and he wasn't there and so then I decided well I'm going to take a little break and go fishing and I, I, I couldn't find Neptune in the ocean so I you know I had to quit that and then I decided time to drive up to the top of the mountain so there's you know you get the analogy here that that's the world title and that's going to be the the top of the mountain both here in RAWF and in many respects all of wrestling but um, the one thing that, that kind of caught my eye and my attention was recently uh, Lady Vex had said that, well, I, I guess gave the impression that she felt like maybe had been, uh, I don't know if the right word is discriminated, let's say overlooked for, for uh, matches or title shots, not RAWF maybe, but in other companies where, you know, she, she donates her talent. And in any event, it sounded like she, she was attributing that to being a woman and attributing that to, you know, some haters. And, you know, you're going to understand this when the next film comes out. But, you know, when they send you hate, 
Return to sender. Don't spend your life just being a gender. That's not what it's about. You know, you, you are at the top of RAWF, and quite frankly, I have a hard time thinking that, you know, you, you've been put down, uh, at least not in RAWF. You know, you have quite the accomplishments here, and as you uh, stated elsewhere or you know, said that in other uh, films and videos, uh, particularly I think uh, Deez's uh, last one, um, you've had quite a few titles. So it's not about being a woman. It's, you have, at least in RAWF, you know, you have been successful and to my mind haven't been held back. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but so that's what I'm thinking. And I, I think that that actually is a bit of a weakness. Um, it could either inspire her to go all out, which is maybe why she wants the, the no DQ match. Um, or it could be something that's front and center of her mind and distracted, you know, and, and that's not good either. So we'll see how it plays out. It will be a no-disqualification match tomorrow for the World Heavyweight Championship, the first ever no-disqualification match for that title in RAWF history. So uh, the two of you – Quick question for you. Quick question for you. Haven't you always kind of objected to having no DQ uh, DQ matches, or is that just – it just never happened? Uh, I – there are a couple things that I I, I don't want it to be hardcore for the world title. Uh, okay. So, you know, I want you to be able to use your bag and your defense. Uh, no disqualification is a little different. So, you know, I, that that's fine. No disqualification is, is, is fine. Now, if, you, she, if it had been for a hardcore, I might have had to think about it for a while before I – and probably, uh, probably wouldn't have uh, allowed no. it. But no DQ, yeah, I, I can understand that. Uh, and I think Vex is – I think Vex has – the has the right to at least uh, ask for it, and you know you accepted, so it's all good. Vex, uh, any last words for the title machine before the big match tomorrow? Give me everything you got. I am looking absolutely forward to leaving it all in the ring. You got it, or you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, an epic main event tomorrow at Unyielding. Mithras, the title machine, challenging Lady Vex in a no-disqualification match for the big, for the biggest singles title in W, the RAWF World Heavyweight Championship. Thank you both, uh, and good luck to both in all of your matches tomorrow. Thank you. Good luck, Vex. But not that much. Good luck, Smith. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, next up. Uh, she is the newest member of Terror Inc. I, I, I still can't, I still can't say it without pausing at least a million times all vacant, but she is due to, uh, being shanghai as you put it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome.
gentlemen, she is Maeve O'Hare. Good evening, Maeve. What's man? Will you do me a favor? What's that, Maeve? Don't ever introduce me like that again. Don't do what? Don't introduce me like that again. I, uh, I, I'm sorry. I am sorry. I won't. I won't. I, 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 I just... It hurt my soul. How do you think I feel well vacant? I I mean I I I I don't know. I, I think you've learned that you're going to read your contracts further now. Usually I'm so careful about these things, but I let my temper get the best of me and I sign the contract without looking at it and now look what it's got me. I mean, and it, you know, it was looking good for there. There, you 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 gave the Powerball title back, like Razor asked you to, in 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 a, in a fashion that you know had to be have had to be satis- satisfying in some ways, and then he defeated and defeated the Sheik in in the Luke Cage on a pole match to also satisfying. Yes, to uh, be able to tag with Luke and continue the Bronx Irish connection. So you were on a high. You were on a good pl- in a good place. And then that happened. So, I mean, Maeve, it's 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 certainly. I I don't even know how to explain it. I'm 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 sad for you. I feel bad for you. I wish there was something I could do, but unfortunately, I've looked out over the legal ramps. You know, looked over all the legal things for you, and there's nothing that can be done. You are officially a member of, of them. Ugh. I have been told myself. And tomorrow, tomorrow, you, tomorrow, you know, Teflon Sheik already having an influence, unfortunately, puts you in a match. Uh, accepting Cassie Joe's challenge for unyielding, you will be taking on Cassie Joe tomorrow. But the good news is, a win over Cassie Joe will probably boost you in the rankings going into Immortal. So there's something, at least a little bit of light there. Uh, for you, if you win, it will probably certainly give you a big boost in the rankings. I think it's true, and I mean, I'm certainly not going to go in and try and throw a pay-per-view match just to spite them because be cutting off my nose to spite my face. Well, I mean, you know, there, there, hopefully, maybe somewhere down the road, there'll be an opportunity uh, present itself there where you can be rid of them, but I. As of right now, I don't see what that would be. So, I mean, it's... Well, not only that, but now here I am stuck in this organization. And I'm stuck tagging with someone that I kind of even trust. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were looking... For, I know, I, I, I thought there for a while that the relationship between you and Luke might have been uh, getting better. And I thought this match might help that. And certainly, but then... After all this went yeah, down, it seems, it seems he has stabbed you in the back to some extent. Uh, I'm sure he knew about the stipulation. Well, how could he not? Yeah, exactly. How could he not? Exactly. But, you know, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't even know. I, don't, I just I just don't even know what to say at this point. It it, it is what it is. You're just going to have to try to to somehow oh, I'm, I'm, get. While, while I'm here, all right.
Nacho Grande Bell over there, Lady Vex. You know, I'm so glad you're here tonight because there's something I got to say besides welcome to what is going to be the best time of your life. You know, I was sitting back and I was thinking to myself, Self, what can I give her as a welcome gift? And it dawned on me. See, there's this little thing that's going to be coming up later on next Sunday matter of fact I'm having to pick a tag team to face Blaze McCoy's tag team and it just so happens that I'm going to announce my tag team right here right now Medeus. what I'm going to announce okay. who my tag team is going to be okay right well, here right let's, now let's, let's... Let's 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 explain to everybody that may not know what's going on. You are taking on Blaze McCoy at Immortal in a Fubar City Street fight. It is technically the third fall of a two out of three Fubar City Street fight that you two had a couple of weeks ago, but it was unresolved. It ended in a draw, and so you two are wrestling it again at Immortal. However, you know it is going to be more than just it, that. There's what you know. You're going to have a team. He's going to have a team next week on Superstars. The winner of that match, the respective teams, uh, whoever wins, gets to go first in that Food Varsity Street fight at Immortal, correct? Yes, and pick the stipulation, the, the, what, what the pick, loser has to do. And pick the stipulation of what the loser has yes. to do. So it's a big, big night. And you say you have your two members in that already picked out for you, your, your tag team that you've chosen. Yes, 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 I do. And who would that be? Well, I thought to myself, I, I need someone who I can depend on. Um, that's going to be Claymore. Because I didn't think I, – I could have chose Paragon. I could have chose Griffith. But I didn't think they would coexist with, 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 with Claymore, and I didn't think they would actually fight for me. So then I thought to myself, oh, Teflon would be a good one. But no, no, I, I need someone – I need somebody that, that, that I can depend on. So it's going to be Maeve. You do what now? You're going to tag with Claymore. Like hell I am. And be in my tag team. Yes, 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 yes. This is, this is perfect. This is a perfect welcome gift to you. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'd like to return the gift to the store, please. See, you got to read the fine print. Mm. Fine print. 
so lovely. So peachy, so 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 exciting. So to add insult to injury, you're telling me I have to tag with that mask Egypt on your behalf. Yes, yes. And and and, 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 and here's the fun part. You, you know, there's nothing in your contract that says you have to try to win. Yes. I'm just but, just gonna point that out for you. But here's here's you come here's out with like a lawn chair and a pina colada and just sit at ringside sipping your drink, going, "Hi boys, have fun." Yeah, but here's the fun part. See, Maeve needs someone in her corner who could possibly get this little contract slip up, null and voided. So maybe I would suggest that you do everything in your power to win this to win this tag match with Claymore. Are you just wanted to lay that out there? I'm, are you blackmailing her? I, I, I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just, I, it sounded I like you were. I, I have no idea what you're meaning. I see. Well, you've certainly given me plenty to think about, Judgment. You're such a nice. You're so. You're so. You're so cute. I just want to peach you. The devil is. You back a nub. Your little Irish. Your little Irish eyes are shining. Maze. You know, I I I thought to myself, mm-hmm. what else can I give? What else can I give Amadeus on this beautiful night? And Amadeus, I'm going to give you a whole bottle of Epron. Epron? Why? Yeah, it's, 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 it's it's the new Epron pills. They'll help you. Take one. I know. Thank if you. you ever have a headache. No, it's a headache. It's, it's, it's for headaches. You can you can have one. It's the new Epron pills. Yeah. That's that's fine, Judge. No, thank you. Uh, real quick, Judge, since you since you're here, you are taking on uh, Uji Yamato in a Fubar City street fight tomorrow. Anything to say about Uji Yamato? You know this little this little Uji Tomato Sprout. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I I I he he he. he Apparently wants to fight me in a street fight of all things. Uh, apparently he doesn't understand the meaning of what happens to people in street fights. He's just going to become a little. What are those little things you ride upon? Speed bumps. Yeah, he's going to become another little speed bump out there in the parking lot. So everyone get ready. There's going to be another speed bump. So Yuko Yamato or Tomato or Tomato. What is the thing? Yamato. Uji Yamato. Juki Chimako. Then yeah. That's what's gonna happen to you guys. I, I don't. I don't have anything because I. I, I I've seen this little Ujigamado. Ujigamado. He's your. Is he kin to you? How about it? I, I don't uh, know. Anyway, no, no. The Japanese is pretty far off from from Mexican. Well, it's the same thing. Jamaican. No, Mexican, not, not even a little really. Okay. Jamaican. What's gonna happen is we're gonna have we t- tomorrow night outside, ladies and gentlemen, outside in the parking lot. When I get through beating him, I'm gonna bring Velcro and duct tape because we're gonna have a midget tossing ceremony when I toss him up on the wall and watch him stick. Yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I yeah, I don't even I, I I got nothing. Thank you, Judge, for your time. <sighs> All right, folks. I know there's a lot of you still waiting on hold to uh, 
uh, call in. So I've extended the show another 30 minutes so that hopefully we can get you all on. I know I see you all there. I got you all ready. So please be patient. But moving right along, we need to talk to a man who tomorrow at Unyielding will be taking on a, another high-ranked high opponent with a possible main event at Immortal on the line. But he also has other things on his plate, including the Crow Mark Caliber. Ladies and gentlemen, I now turn back to the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon. Uh, well, uh, allow me a moment to um, make sure that I articulate this properly. Uh, as you know, madness is like gravity. All it takes is a little push. And um, when we look around the RAWS landscape, hell, when we look around the world outside of RAWS, the world abroad, we're seeing an awful lot of madness. Uh, you know, we, we stopped checking for monsters under our bed when we realized that they were inside of us. And I... I look out and I see all of these faces everywhere. Uh, you know, the Joker has opened my eyes in a lot of ways about the way that the world is currently working. And, you know, I see insipid ass-kissing, uh, you know, unwarranted tribalism, vapid self-obsession, outright lies, you know, physical embodiments of counterfeit. But here I stand, smiling, you know, fighting against the current, you know, people's morals, their code, it's, it's a bad joke. They drop them at the first sign of trouble, and they're only as good as the world allows them to be. Yet, I smile, refusing to be dragged down and to give up the final vestiges of what is right. You know, people, they don't have a plan. You know what they are? They're, they're like a dog chasing a car. They wouldn't know what to do with one if they caught it. They just kind of do things. And yet, I smile. I, I look back at all of this chaos and I smile and what I see is laughter. You know, people, they, they laugh because I'm different. And I, I look at them and I, I, I smile because I feel like they're all the same. You know, I smile because it confuses people. I smile because it's easier than explaining what's killing me inside. Uh, I, the things that the Joker has done over this past, month trying to expose the monster inside of Paragon of Greatness, what he's failing to realize is that this isn't some sort of novel idea. This isn't some sort of brand new concept. This isn't something that he's uncovering to the world. We've seen it here in RAWF. Just because I smile in the face of controversy, when I smile when it's not the, the comfortable thing to do. I, I smile when it's not the easy thing to do. That doesn't mean that there isn't a monster that lies inside of me. I, you know, I've often referred to myself as the monster at the end of this book, and I stand by that statement. But here's something that the Joker probably doesn't realize, and that is, aren't we all a little bit of a monster? You know, everybody, everybody has within them the capability of just one bad day and a switch goes off and suddenly there's this beast before you, you know, there's, 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 you know, one misstep and suddenly the world around you becomes a rain of fire. You, 
it's it's not me that's the problem. It's this idea that the Joker is trying to push onto the world. You know, he, he's trying to tell everybody, hey, Paragon, this guy that smiles in the face of, of adversity, this guy, he's he's fake. He's lying to you. He's he's not what he seems to be. And to to him, I say, I may be the only person left when I look around that continues to be true to myself. I will not conform to the chaos around me. I will not bend to the madness that surrounds every one of us every single day. I unabashedly am who I am. And so when I stand across from this joker telling me that I'm a monster, that I'm a beast that needs to be unleashed, I need to turn my back on R.A.W.F., I need to turn my back on the fans, I need to embrace the evil within, I smile. You know? Because that's all we can really do. Well, Paragon, I know it's been an emotional time for you. I know that the whole thing with Mark Caliber has been uh, highly stressful. But again, big opportunity for you tomorrow against the Hawkster. Uh, as I said, mentioned earlier, you are number two in the rankings, uh, meaning that you're right now in a prime position where if that were to continue, if, if you were to sit, stay there, a possible chance at a world title contender match for the main event at Immortal, which I know you covet wanting to get back there. Uh, you were world champion this time last year going into immortal. And I'm sure you would covet being in, having an opportunity to regain that title at immortal. If it would happen. Uh, absolutely. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I've, I've never been the type to count my chickens before they hatch. You know, uh, I, I don't want to speak something into existence before it's real only to, um, you know, end up regretting it later because I cursed myself. Uh, I can, I can only say that this matchup with the Hawkster um, has huge implications and, and should I win, I, you know, it would be very difficult to see a scenario in which I fall out of the top two. Uh, it would be a excellent situation, but I, honestly, if I'm looking at this and, that, and this is, this is where I find the difficulty because I don't want to look forward. I can't look past Hawkster. Hawkster, uh, you know, has been amazing this ranking period. He's surprised a lot of people. He's turned a lot of heads. But should I beat Hawkster, there's one person other than myself and Hawkster looking at this match that that has got a huge sadistic grin on his face, and that is the real beneficiary of this match. That is the immortal Griffith because – at the number one spot, with number two and number three going up against each other, that guarantees that regardless of loser, Griffith is not falling out because there's no scenario in which he loses and the two people below him win and he potentially falls out. One of the two people below him are going to lose, so this man is the beneficiary. It essentially all but guarantees his position in that match, and I think that... Um, I have to do everything I can with the history that I have with Griffith to uh, not look beyond the match with Hawkster and look into the you know, long-standing view that I have with it. Well, good luck to you against the Hawkster. Now we've got to talk about Mark Caliber again. He is taking on your brother, Killa Neptune, tomorrow on Yielding. He declined a match with you, 
but he decided, but he said it, but he wants Killa Neptune instead. What do you think his motivations are behind that? Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You know, I, I, I tell you, I, I, I just gave you this, this whole thing about how in the face of controversy, I have to smile. I have to look at the things that the Joker has told me about, about, who I am. He's trying to tell me who I am and, and what I represent when I defiantly stand, refusing to be being dragged down. And, and I, and, and I, you know, it's sometimes it is, sometimes it is hard to hold that, that, that smile, but you know, it's just, it's one of those situations where, where even, even, even the best of us go a little mad sometimes. And this guy, this guy is pushing me so close to the limit, but, but I, I refuse, you know, I refuse to let him get to me, you know, jokey can boobal up. Why so serious? I mean, you want to try to get in my head. You want to try to choke me out. You haunt me around for weeks. You reject my challenge only to go behind me and challenge my brother. I mean, you keep telling me to bring out the monster. And then the minute I tell you monsters waiting for you, you start laughing and skip away. I mean, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. You know, but, my window at unyielding may be over, but you think that I'm going to drop this when you're as batshit crazy as you sound? I mean, I'll stop at nothing until the Joker is buried six feet deep and the crow starts flying again. You know, I, I will not go – I'm not going to be stopping until I have him down on the mat and I can look him dead in the eyes and I can ask him, have you ever danced with the devil by the pale moonlight? You know, this, this guy, he's got an awful lot to say, but when it comes to backing it up, seems like he's all over the place. I don't think he has a plan. Well, Paragon, he might just have. Here is a prepared statement from Mark Caliber. <laughs> Good evening, R.A.W.F. After hours. Unfortunately, due to um, well, this day, unfortunate circumstances, I'll be unable to attend tonight's show. However, I do want to leave this one teeny tiny little message for old friend Paragon. <laughs> As you all saw on Superstar... I decided that I am, in fact, going to compete at Unyielding. But it won't be against Paragon. Instead, it's going to be me and his little fishy little brother in Killer Neptune. <laughs> What's better to see it exactly if Paragon, whether or not he has a heart, will he be able to stand watching his brother get a beating? Or will he show that he does care for the people, let alone his brother? <laughs> so, Killer Neptune, 
When it's all said and done, I'm going to do one little thing that many fish wouldn't want to happen. <laughs> the only fish tank that I'm going to put you in is one with no water. And with that, I'm going to watch you suffer. Squirming around the tank, gasping for breath. <laughs> and then I'm going to take your carcass. And I'm going to deep fry you later and have you for dinner. <laughs> so, Paragon, the choice is yours. Watch your brother suffer or show that you care. <laughs> I'll see all of you What just happened? I I think everyone's got a little cuckoo for Coco Puffs. Oh. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness takes on the Hawkster. Killa Neptune takes on Mark Caliber tomorrow at Unyielding. All right. Next up, I turn to our reigning estrogen champion, the Cougar, the First Lady of Anarchy. Cougs, are you there? I am here. How are you doing, L.A.? Need that Excedrin yet? Oh. It's here. I got it. Sounds kind of full. Mm, Not for long. (laughs) So, Kooks, you got what you wanted. You got what you you were hoping for, that being Wildfire as your challenger tomorrow for the Estrogen Championship at Unyielding. Are you worried that this decision or this choice or this hope is going to come back to burn you? My main, yes, I'd like to retain, but my main goal is to go out there and put on a good show. And I know I can do that with wildfire. Retaining is just the icing on my cake. The cake is having a good match. Fair enough. Does the fact that Claymore, who recently, who has been claiming that Wildfires put a quote-unquote curse on him, uh, and that Wildfire may have to be looking over his shoulder for Claymore. Uh, have it have, make you feel any more confident about the match? Um, no, not really. Uh, my opinion on Claymore and Wildfire is just basically Claymore is going to have issues with redheads in the near future. I think. Could very well be Claymore, of course, a huge a, a buttload of matches tomorrow at unyielding for for a lot of titles. But uh, you you of course uh, just have one focus. Anything you'd like to say to Wildfire, knowing that she's out there listening? 
Well, actually, she's already said it. She said we are going to light the place up, and she is exactly right. We are going to light that place up. I expect her to bring all of her fire. I will bring the gasoline, and we will really light it up. All right. Fair enough. Now, recently learned something that I didn't know, but your daughter, Allie, Allie Knight, was a student of Davila. Uh, you know, um, she was. Yeah. And uh, what what was the logic between challenging Davila to a cage match tomorrow? What is Allie trying to prove? I think she's trying to stand on her own two legs, even though one was broken recently. Um, she's trying to prove that she took the lessons that Davila taught her. She's taken what I have taught her. She's combined the two, and she has now surpassed the teacher. Well, that certainly would be – it would certainly be a huge win for her were she to beat Davila. But she asked for a steel cage match. Why a steel cage match? Um, probably the same reason Beast doesn't want any of Anarchy down at the ringside during his match with uh, Little Effin because she wants to prove she can do it without interference from the family. All right. Well, fair enough. It should be very interesting tomorrow for all of Anarchy. As you said, Beast is challenging – uh, for the Triple Crown Championship, uh, he's going against Big F and Ds, and I'm sure he extru- it also wants to be one of the ones to take a title away from Ds as well, as well as get some uh, measure of revenge on Big F. Correct. All right. Well, when- and go ahead. I was going to say, and he wants to bring that title back home where the Triple Threat where it was held quite lovingly by some of our members before. True enough. Uh, I've noticed that a number of mem- a member of Anarchy has reared her, reared her head as of late, R.E.W.F. Hall of Favor, uh, and she seems to have a bit of issue with Davila as well, and that'd be Bubs. What it, uh, Bubs says she was going to make a return sometime very soon. What, do you, what can you tell me about Bubs? Because she doesn't answer my calls right now. I cannot speak on Bubs. All I can tell you is that she is coming back and the shotgun is loaded. Much to my chagrin, as I hate the sound of that thing. Uh, yes, I do. I know you too. And you notice I've been nice and haven't played that sound bite in a long time. I'm just saying, I've been very pleasant. That's the same. And you notice you I'm still being nice to you. Yes, yes, I do. However, somebody that I have a feeling isn't going to be so nice to me, another member of Anarchy who's been uh, waiting in the shadows, uh, so to speak, is also here. El Vacant, are you ready? Here she is. I mean, am I ready? I don't know.
ladies and gentlemen, Evil Angel Paige. Hi, Paige. <laughs> Hi, O.A. Hi, O'Bacon. Hola, chica. ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> I am doing wonderful. Hey, L.A., got a question for you. What's that, Paige? Did you get the special delivery today? Yes, Paige, I did. I got it. And let me, for all of you that want to know what she's talking about, I got a certified letter that Paige is now medically cleared to compete once again. And so, I yes, you. Yes. And my dance card is completely open for tomorrow. Uh oh. Oh. Uh oh. I mean, how is it tonight, though? (laughs) In LA, I'm going to shock you because guess what I'm not asking for? A gauntlet match. Bingo! Hmm. (laughs) That's good. Let's see. Here's the problem, though, Paige. I'm looking over the roster here. I've I've already got all the. Everyone's scheduled. Let me, let me double check this. There's got to be somebody. Oh, wait. There is somebody. There is somebody that doesn't have a match tomorrow. All right. <laughs> Not a problem. Let me. Uh, Evil Angel Page versus L. Vacant. <laughs> L. Vacant, don't worry. You're on the do not establish, so you don't have to worry about it. Uh, I mean, that's good. I appreciate the not the stabbing because, you know, stabbing. Oh, oh, but see, I'm saving my stabbing for after tomorrow's show. (laughs) And no, I'm not telling you who the victim is. I am. I, I'll make it. You have been saying, you know, you always tell me I don't have a match. I don't have. I, a I match. mean, it's so, true. You're not wrong. Can we make it a pudding match? <laughs> no. Oh. Jello. No. Guacamole. No. Yuck. Bikini. I could put a bikini on, but then most of the guys won't want to fight. I mean, we can still fight. I, I, I won't be paying much attention to the fight, but. Neither will have to get the rest of the roster. Are you? Are, did you just agree to a bikini match, Paige? Yeah, why not? Yes, yes, she did. Why not? Why the hell not? <laughs> it, 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 yeah. All it's right. Paige. I'm marking this down now. I got to throw everybody for a little. You don't like wear a thong, do you? Wait till you see. Oh my uh-huh. god. <sighs> All right. Evil Angel Page versus L Vacant. A bikini match tomorrow. Hmm. And like I said, I'm saving my stabbing for after the show. And no, I'm not telling anybody who the first victim is. But let's just put this out there. I've got a very special set of knives with a certain name carved into them. <laughs> there is one person that knows. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Paige. Hate to rush you off, but we got only about 15 minutes left and still got a couple people to talk to. So 
you know, maybe Elvake. I don't know if Elvake wants you on his knee now that he knows. But I don't know. <laughs> if, if if not, Elvake is like zero and five tonight on women on his knee. That's not. Oh, that's. It has not been right. a good night. I don't think, yeah, even. But okay, all right, thank you, Paige. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, he has—he is making RAWF history the first ever Mushroom Kingdom Ring of Fire match, taking on the Agent of Hate. Let's talk to our favorite favorite plumber, if you will. He is. <laughs> Again, what a Mushroom Kingdom Ring of Fire match is. Uh, you didn't do the whole thing, but I'll give you uh, the short down. It's actually the Ring of Fire Steel Cage match, where it's kind of like the high voltage, but the entire cage will be on fire. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so I, I, yeah, and yes, I knew Steel Cage was in there, but you know, I can only put so much, so much wordage on a pro, on a, on a promo <laughs> pick for the, for the damn show. So I kind of, you know, whittled it down to just Mushroom Kingdom Ring of Fire. So, all right, but, everyone, okay. Uh, you have this. This is not the first time you've come up with a unique mat first here in RAWF. You've you've been a a person of first, first ever to defend the Superstars Championship on pay-per-view. Only person to ever defend that title on pay-per-view. And then then there there was another match that... uh, No, no. I I defended it and retained it. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So, uh, but... At anywho, Luigi, uh, taking on the Agent of Hate from Terror Inc. You asked for any Terror Inc. member. They they decided it was the Agent of Hate. So tell talk to me about the Agent of Hate and uh, what you plan on doing into it tomorrow. <laughs> Where do I begin? Um, well, <clears throat> I'm hoping uh, the Agent of Hate sees the light and uh, pretty much says, no, I'm done with Terror Inc. After the match, I'm going to get him. I mean, he just, his leaders threw him into the lion's den, so to speak, surrounded by fire with a man who's going to be hungry for ripping the entire Terror Inc. organization apart. And and it will be top on the seat's fault once uh, Agent Hate loses. All right. Well, a big night for you, Luigi, certainly, and a big win for you could very well possibly get you a nice spot at Immortal 7. Uh, real quick, talk to me about 
the Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. I know it's something you look forward to every year. You're looking forward to this year, considering, especially considering it's going to be a record amount of prizes. Oh yeah, um, every year it's been a big, uh, big tournament. I mean, people donated a lot of times. I haven't really donated the first few times I've went in it, but the last couple, four, probably four years, I think. I've been donating myself, and you know it's been a good, uh, it's been a big uh, tournament, and everyone wants to be part of that. So, and they want to be one to say that they won that tournament before, and that's what I'm hoping to do. Hopefully this year, but maybe not. If not, it's all right. It's just be good to be in it. Well, Luigi, good luck to you tomorrow in that Mushroom Kingdom Ring of Fire steel cage match. All right, thank you. Luigi Mario, ladies and gentlemen, big match for him tomorrow. And our last guest of the evening, he is an RAWF Hall of Famer. He's one of our favorites. He's a renegade true and through and through. He is... Avenger is here. Good evening, R.A. Ooh, how you doing, L.A.? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there by a thread right now, R.A. It's been one hell of a night, to yeah. say the least. And uh, topping yeah. it off with you, sir. Uh, before we get to talking about you and what you're going to be doing tomorrow night, I want to talk about a fellow renegade, if you will, a man who right now is currently holding four championships, could possibly be five by the end of the night tomorrow, and that's D's. Tell me what you know about D's and how well you get along with him and what his mindset has been in recent weeks. Is he getting a big head about having all these titles? No, he's not not getting a big head about it. It's business. Um, and his business is playing his foot in folks' asses, and he's been doing a pretty damn good job of it, I gotta say. Um, he's a brother. I mean, that, that, what I think about him, that's easy. I mean, if I if if he wasn't a brother, he wouldn't be wearing, wearing a renegade shirt. Huh? You're biased. He has a beer gun. <laughs> there is that. Yes, the beer gun does <laughs> does kind of uh, <laughs> kind of kill things that way. Uh, but uh, no, nah, I mean it's it, pretty much all the renegade business is whooping ass, and business been particularly good for him uh, with all this with all this uh, coronavirus. Stock panic, you know. He 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 was smart, bit bit his time, and is now buying in further into the ass whooping market. And so, whenever it it recovers and bounces back, he's he's even going to have it uh, 
deeper into it. So, I mean, that's pretty much what we all been doing. We've been buying our time and uh, being smart about this whole thing. So well, uh, uh, it, would, it would not shock me one bit for him to walk out with five belts. I mean, like one tied around his arm, one tied around his leg, uh, each leg, each arm, and one around his waist. He's going to walk funny a little bit, you know, look interesting, look like a transformer. But I can definitely see that happening. All right. But with that being said, all right, uh, let's talk about you tomorrow at Yielding. You you mentioned in the update scene uh, earlier today that you, you just wanted to – you threw something out and you wanted to see who, who it hit, uh, and that would be your opponent for tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, who who is who is the, the person who uh, you're going to be shipping to Excedrin to? Well, it happened to hit somebody who just signed with REWF sec- minutes before you hit them. Uh, his name is the Prize Fighter. Uh, he just entered REWF just seconds, minutes before you hit him with that cad. He wants a piece of you uh, tomorrow at Unyielding. So you get a man, a guy by the name of the, the Prize Fighter. Uh, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I guess you know. I I, got, I admire him because you know if you, if you're gonna die, you at least die die fighting. So uh, you know he 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 can go he can go about that however he wants to. But uh, you know just yeah, the poor I I almost feel sorry for him, but I don't. Uh, he joined in. He he gets what he gets. Um, and whenever there's done, I might leave a beer for him. But uh, man, that whole thing, that whole episode was wrapped around something strange. Uh, I don't know if you saw the rest of that stuff, but it was it was really strange. It was like I was there. Uh, not all not all the battles in San Antonio were bloody, and uh, I, I mean, oddly enough, it was like a flash, and I recall it just like just like I had just lived it. Um, the whole thing wrapped it was wrapped around the the seizure of the San Antonio arsenal, and it actually was the first military action of the Civil War. A lot of folks may not know that it actually predated Fort Sumter, but it was strange. And I mean, I took a drink of my beer, closed my eyes, I opened it, and I was there. Um, it was really, really strange. I mean, the arsenal is backed against the San Antonio River. And before that incident happened, it was less than a year old. So both sides of that conflict, it was in their interest to gain, to get what was in that arsenal. And it happened just like that. Now, McCullough, the guy that was mentioned in there, wound up getting killed about two years later at Pea Ridge due to some crappy generaling by his, by the general that was over him. But uh, it was just, it was, I just can't get over how, there I was, and you know I came flashback, and I almost had another episode in there. I mean, you talk, I mean during the show, you have a judge fighting against uh, some guy named Yamato, and I could see the deck of the ship just a glimpse a glimpse of it because the Yamato was one of the two most powerful battleships ever built. Uh, it was built by the Japanese Navy, and it was sunk I think in Leyte Gulf, but it had. Uh, it had it, it mounted twelve uh 
18-inch guns, and those are the largest guns that ever ever put to sea. And for some reason, I was there for a second, and I, it came back. But uh, I don't know what's happening. The whole thing has just been bizarre. And uh, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with it. But it was this whole thing, you put me in San Antonio, and that's actually, you know, Rednecks, that's where his adopted hometown is. And uh, but I n- never had until that moment. I never had that sense. Maybe because it's where the arena is. But uh, as that may, that may have been close to the to the saloon that we came out of whenever we went and I say we. That what the hell am I saying we for? Because uh, I'm the redneck Avenger. But it was like we went to the arsenal and demanded the surrender. And the odd, part, the most crazy part of that was, you know who? Do you know who I was? Who he was talking to? Who McCullough was talking to? Who is that? Remember reading it? He was talking to Robert E. Lee. A lot of people don't realize Robert E. Lee was a Union commander in the first uh, military action of the Civil War, and the whole thing was just odd. I, I don't know what triggered that whole thing. But I, I've never had anything like that happen, and I, I don't know if it's going to happen again. I almost hope it doesn't because the whole thing was just too lifelike. Uh, it's like a lucid dream, but I wasn't asleep. Ladies and gentlemen, the this has been your American – American history lesson with Redneck Avengers. <laughs> All right. I hate to cut you short, my friend, but we're I know, running I out understand. of time. You got two minutes, brother. Well, actually, I'm going to extend it just a little bit so everyone can get their promotions in because uh, we can't can't do a show without promotion, promoting. So, R.A., what would you like to promote tonight? I would like to promote the ass-whipping tidal wave that's about to – Come upon uh, R.A.W.F. in this next pay-per-view, and y'all don't even have a clue what's really going to happen. Uh, but just hide and watch. You're going to get something something more than what your ticket's for. All right. That's Thank it. you, R.A. Uh, Coogs, what would you like to promote? Okay, never mind. Uh, Paragon, what would you like to promote tonight? Paragon, are you even? Well, okay. Uh, <clears throat> Oh, sorry. I just, you know, I'd like to promote um, mental health. You know, everybody, uh, we we, uh, talk a lot here on this radio show about some awfully crazy things, but make sure that you you know the difference between reality and and fiction. And um, if if something's wrong, make sure that uh, you always take care of yourself. Thank you, Paragon. Luigi, anything to promote tonight? Uh, Yeah, um... I want to shout out to Teflon Sheik. Thank you for uh, being me one of your members because he's uh, uh, basically eating literal fire. So thank you for the match. All right. Thank you, Luigi. Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? I reckon I'll promote the St. Porg's Day tournament. Ah. All right. Yes, folks, you have just a couple of days to get to sign up for the REWF St. Patrick's Day Tournament sponsored by the lovely Maeve. Thank you, hon. Uh, Mithras, what would you like to promote tonight? Go on. Whoops. 
going what twice. All right, we'll skip over Mithras. Uh, I'm here. Unstoppable. I'm here. Whoa, whoa, sorry. Oh, sorry, okay. Hello. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll be quick. You know, I've been talking up USL for the last, what, 30 years, and it's just not growing. So I'm going to tell people, don't bother. Don't even join USL. Don't click on that link. Don't join the stable because we're all a bunch of pussies. Anyway, so that's my problem. <laughs> Thank you, Mithra. Unstoppabot would like to promote tags that sign-ups close tomorrow after this program, after our, our, our pay-per-view program. And the extra points tournament for the next period, sign-ups close next Friday. Click on the event tabs in RAWF for those for that tournament. All right. Next next up is Lady Vex. Vex, anything to promote tonight? Actually, two. I have two tournaments that I can invite you to, among other people can. Uh, Papa Shaker is running his annual autism awareness tournament. We are sitting... Um, over 60 million coins and somewhere over 300 wrestler bucks. Also, Rook is running his suicide awareness tournament as well at the same time. I can invite you to both. There's a whole slew of people that can invite you to Rook's as well. They are both very serious and deeply personal causes to all three of us. Um, That being said, please be respectful in the scenes, about the scenes, everything having to do with it. If you need an invitation, you can contact me or anyone listed in the scenes that does um, do invites. They are very personal to us, much like the Xanther uh, tournament is to RAWF. Um, I know there's a lot going on right now, so it would be great if everyone could just be a community. Thank you, Vex, very much. Uh, and, yes, both tournaments are for great causes, both Papa Shaker and Rook. Uh, great job on both tournaments. Uh, El Vacant, anything you'd like to promote tonight? See, uh, see, si. si, I've already uh, talked to my tailor, and uh, we've determined my outfit for my wonderful match. May feel free to go uh, go check out, you know, my website to, to see the outfit be before we before we come to ringside or you know let yourself be surprised and you know and but but I'm just going to say ladies you know you know bring a towel maybe a fan you're going to need it thank you El vacant judge is there anything you'd like to promote tonight yes I'm going to promote um everybody get ready for a great pay-per-view um echo what uh lady Rake said there and welcome again, Maeve, to to your to, to your new home. And yeah, have fun, chill out, rock and roll. Yeah, go. All right, I turn to the Great Red Dragon. Anything you'd like to remote tonight, sir? Of course. Just like me, you can be one part, or pretend to be a part of the one percent, and donate. To the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, and which this will be the seventh annual Xanther Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. I know, I know, LA said that donations are going to be closed, but maybe if you bag one of the GMs, they'll let you donate. Remember, anything over 100,000 coins, 25 wrestle bucks. Of course, I donated 7,000. You're welcome, you pansies. 
at any company, if you've got a company that's laying around that you're not using, donate it. Put your name on the board. Artwork. Help people out. It is a community event, and we all need to think about community right now. Damn, I'm sounding like a good guy. That sucks. Let's end this, you pansies. Thank you, Dragon. And last, but certainly not least, the immortal Griffith. <sighs> a few things to talk about. First, I want to, I want to, I want to send a fairly sarcastic thank you to Paragon for ruining my plans. Um, I mean, I know, understand that you know, I'm, I'm in first, and, I, and you're right. I'm, I'm almost assuredly going to to get my uh, my match uh, to face uh, to be in the main event at Immortal. So, but you see, I had this, I had this vision in my head. I want, you know, I, I've had this person, this cowardly pissant that's been avoiding me, and it looked like I would have to face him, and I would get to trounce him to go on to Immortal and main event, and, and you ruined it for me, man. Ruined it. I mean, look, I I know that he knew it was going to happen. I know that he saw the rankings and he was really concerned and he saw I got the extra points. So he immediately just started like, you know, doing everything in his power to drop in the rankings so that he wouldn't get that match. But man, if he just stopped kicking some ass, I could have still had the match. What the fuck, man? All right. So that being aside, um, uh, hotness, uh, can I just, please recommend that you really restock that beer gun because you are going to need to drink your sorrows away when Pinnacle is done with you. All right. Thank you, Griff. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening tonight. I have one last thing to say. Please, everyone, stay safe. Uh, And uh, it is a tumultuous time in the world today, and I, you know, Take care of yourselves, as they as Vex said. Wash hands. Do what you do need to do to stay safe. And uh, we will see you all tomorrow night right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for RAWF Unyielding. The, for L Vacant, I am Lord Amadeus. This has been After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Good night, everybody. Hasta luego. Good night.